0: Welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And And this this is is Life. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> life is hard.
1: Bear with alcohol.
0: Blow out your candles, open your presents, drink too much, eat too much, and contemplate another passing year of your inevitable march towards death. As today's life pairing is birthdays with Harvey Wallbangers.
1: We're discussing dimes, August, and the blues, baby. Woo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It'll be fun.
0: And we're drinking Harvey Wallbangers. We, it's not a person that's on the podcast or anything. Yeah,
1: no, Harvey's not on the podcast. Uh, he's dead no. or not real. We'll tell you all about it later. We're drinking the Wallbanger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good, so good. Yeah, it's delicious. It's tasty. Okay, so as someone who just had a birthday not that long ago, how what do birthdays mean to you? Oh,
1: birthdays. Birthdays are good. Um, I like my birthday. I don't I'm not I don't shy away from attention by any stretch of the imagination. But <laughs> but um I find them a little stressful just because I think everybody around it's almost like a mini wedding. Like people yeah. everybody around you wants you to have this great birthday, but they also kind of want they're like, What are you doing for your birthday? Throwing axes? And you're like, never, <laughs> Why would I want to throw axes? They're like, I don't know, maybe we go curling for the first time ever. You're like, oh what? Like everybody kind of <laughs> has an idea are for perfect. your birthday. I love it. And everybody yeah. wants you to have the best day ever. So you're kind of just like, it's like I enjoy it, but sometimes I find it mm-hmm. overwhelming. This birthday was really nice. Like I celebrated my birthday on January the thirtieth. Um and yeah, my sister, it was kind of cause it's quarantine time, so I wasn't really like obligated to do a ton i kind of did some like nice little secret activities like you know that was like allowed you know like we went for pedicures you know and we Mm -hmm. sat socially distanced with like our girlfriends me you and um other friends (laughs) yeah and then (laughs) behind some glass
0: screens it was very it was all behind glass screens
1: we couldn't sit next to each other it was fine it was really nice and then, but it was nice because it was like, it's been, I don't know what it's like for everybody else in the world right now, but we're just coming out of a polar uh, vortex. It's been <laughs> minus 40 in Calgary. Yeah. Like legit yeah. minus 40. Like people are like, oh, you're saturated. I'm like, no, it's no. minus 41.
0: This is my so. first real experience with this since I was like 20. And uh, did you know that your <laughs> eyelashes freeze no matter what? So don't wear mascara and go outside to minus 30 because it gets all over your face.
1: They're like, hey, remember not to breathe ever in minus 41 (laughs) because you'll die yeah Yeah. so it's been really cold so we managed to we were inside for a little bit and then it warmed up the next two days so with my other group of friends we went outside you're allowed to gather 10 outside so we had a campfire and then my family had fondue for me which was like my favorite fondue is my favorite thing so like honestly pedicures fondue and camping essentially campfire outside
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those are my
1: favorite things so and my friends and my family I love so much So I didn't really, I didn't miss going to the bar, which I thought I would, because that's, like, one of my favorite things. And I really enjoyed spending, like, kind of unique time with people. Um, My sister was, like, outlandishly, like, like, she gave me so much. Like, she, yeah, like, I was, like, I haven't had headphones for, like, good headphones to, like, you know, Bluetooth, everybody. All the kids have the Bluetooth headphones now.
0: The Bluetooth ones the kids have. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and she got me a pair of those and like uh, you know you got me some mm. holy smokes it was uh like a workout session with our with caitlin everybody remembers caitlin mm-hmm. from the cast and uh from a weight na- training episode from our weight training episode and i really enjoyed that because like it's like not something i didn't think i'd enjoy but i just was like i'm always so hard pressed to start new things So, like, now that I'm on it, I'm like, oh, my God, this might have been, like, the most influential birthday present. So, it was really nice. And I've been doing that every week since. So, that's been really nice. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, this birthday in particular was really special and weird and different. And I enjoyed it a lot. Mm -hmm. How about you? What do birthdays mean to
0: you? I have a hard time with birthdays. I have very, very high expectations of birthdays (laughs) on myself, on other people. Because I'm just so excited to celebrate and do fun things. And yeah. I love I love throwing a party. That's and, true. Um, Carla flew yeah. us
1: in for her own birthday to Vancouver one time. Yay. <laughs> she was like, there's tickets in your invite box or in your email. Fucking get to Vancouver <laughs> stat.
0: And we were yeah. like, woohoo! <laughs> and... Uh, so yeah, so it's always a bit of a weird one. I last year actually had a pretty good because I had a quarantine birthday and uh, we were supposed to go on a train from Vancouver to Portland and I was gonna drink on the drinking car, which was really <laughs> excited about. So instead, <laughs> I just it was like a super hot day in Vancouver. I laid outside. I played a new thing that I've created, which is drink roulette, uh, which is you get it on your phone and you just put it in different drinks and you spin that baby. So by the time I talked to you and you guys had organized this Zoom call and you were wearing hats, which was very cute. So I was seventeen sheets to the wind,
1: uh, I
0: and uh, <laughs> and I watched Princess Bride. So I think sometimes you know birthdays are a weird, just like all holidays. We talk about this all the time. High expectations leads to basically making you depressed. Um, yeah. So. It's sad that everybody has to have... I've had a couple of friends that have had really big birthdays during quarantine and missed out. Right. And that sucks. My aunt turned 60. Yeah. And she is, like,
1: the funnest. She's she's the one who it would matter the most to. She's the one right. who would have had the hugest party. Like, yeah. like, she just is the sweetest lady with so many different friends from so many different places And she just, like, she throws you parties. Like, she threw my Mm -hmm. brother and his wife their um, baby shower. Oh, And it was so fun. Like, she just, like, she has such a big heart. And she loves every, like, she just loves everyone so much. And she loves being with people. And, like, she was one person who had her birthday during quarantine. And such an important birthday that I was, I did really feel bad. Because I was, like, you're someone who would just love this so much. And you didn't get to have yours. And it makes me sad.
0: Yeah. Because, like, all my parents' friends now. Like, have had huge birthdays. I think when we get out of quarantine, you get to be... You get to have that birthday, obviously. And you get yeah. to lose a year, I think. I think you get to lose a year. Like you. That's what she
1: said. She was like, we're doing this again next year. Everyone's going to come... Everyone drew, drove by her house. Everyone stopped by and said hi. We called, you mm-hmm. know. But, I mean, like, she deserves it again. And it should be twice as big yeah. as it was ever going to be anyways. Because, like, yeah. it meant yeah. the most to her, you know. So. Aww. Yeah. I mean, birthdays are important. And get this, Carla. Huge psychological effect birthdays have on us.
0: Yeah. I can imagine. It does. <laughs> good,
1: though. Good and bad. Oh good. Oh good. You know, what's good funny good. is there are two camps. There really are. There are two camps. So I know you talked a lot about, you know, having high expectations. So maybe that's something we can dive off into first and then um, go into the uh, idea that maybe it's hard for some people. So uh, for for people who have a little bit of a harder time, um, the reasons why they might have a little bit of a harder time um, just the huge high expectations. People want you to have like this insane birthday. They want you, you mm-hmm. know, everyone's asking you, what are you doing today? How old are you? What are you celebrate? Or how are you celebrating? Or who's coming? What should we do? You know, like to people who like are overwhelmed by stuff, like that's a lot of fucking questions. Like it's so right. annoying. Um, and it just adds an extra element of chaos to your maybe already chaotic life. So, right. um, Just the high expectations. Your own expectations can sometimes not be met. Um, Mm -hmm. It's called... It has an official name. It's called the Birthday Blues. Oh. Uh, Yeah. So if you type in the Birthday Blues into Urban Dictionary, it's defined Mm -hmm. as Birthday Blues or Birthday Depression. A general sadness or feeling down by a person on or around his or her birthday. A person feeling the blues should know that it's very normal. To feel this way and should be supported by his friends or family, which is very funny. They took some, yeah, real leniency on urban dictionary on the definition <laughs> of blues. Oh, well. <laughs> um, no, but um, yeah, so you family. you kind of there's a lot of social pressure. Um, milestone birthdays can be really hard because there's like you know, a sweet sixteen turning twenty one, mm-hmm. turning thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, like these big milestone birthdays. Maybe you don't feel like they're celebrated the way that you wanted them to feel, you know? Yeah, Um, or you had
0: expectations of by the time you got to that age or something.
1: Yeah, aging is another big factor because birthdays can remind us that we're aging another year and maybe we didn't accomplish all the things we wanted to. So that's one of the big things. And then the second, uh, so those are people who, the the birthday blues, that can kind of be problematic. But for a lot of people, birthdays are really good, Mm -hmm. like... It's, like, all these amazing things where you're, like, you get to have everything you were supposed... You know, it's, like, get your favorite food, you get your favorite cake, everyone loves you. <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, all your favorite activities. Like, honestly, on my birthday, fondue, fires, and fucking friends, and food, and pedicures. Like, yeah. yeah, I was kind of over the moon. I was, like, this is all the things I like to do crammed into one day. And it was really chill because you couldn't do as much as you normally would, you know? So right yeah um, yeah yeah so it's just like i have the this happens to me at the dentist and i don't know it's happening to me now the tip of my nose <laughs> gets so itchy it's unbearable and it's only cuz we have Anyone, um
0: oh okay i was going to say cuz that's a sign of taking um morphine
1: oh no i'm not on <laughs> heroin i <laughs> I'm, like, oh, so okay. wound up. I'm, like, the, <laughs> the most hyper heroin addict there's ever been. Everyone just gives me heroin to make me more bearable. I'm, like, I got ideas. <laughs> um.
0: And I, <laughs> I want to clarify before anybody else. Be, so my anxiety with birthdays is not that I have high expectations or that other people have high expectations. I have stupid expectations. Your own expectations. I expect... Yeah, I expect Derek Bentley to show up as a surprise on my birthday every single <laughs> fucking year. And every Derks. single fucking year. He doesn't show up. Um but right. my husband did a fo- uh do a funny pull a funny one on me. Is that a pull a funny? I'm, eight, yeah. I'm 85 years old. Um <laughs> uh, my favorite show is New Girl. And they actually have a perfect episode about Jess having the exact same problem as me in this in the show. Anyways, You're but really I love episode. Nick Miller. And uh yeah. Nick, I was like, "Well, is Nick? If Dirk Bentley's not coming, is Nick Miller coming to my birthday?" And Andy was like, "Well, yeah, kinda." And I was like, well, "What?" <laughs> and he had gotten me one of those like funky little, what are they called? um Pop, you know, head, big headed pieces of Nick Miller, Bob- <laughs> <laughs> of Nick Miller, and I was like, "Oh my god." All right, that is you're, someone you're who good. loves and cherishes you. He I know and has thought, up so, He me. thought of
1: one one of your expectations. Knew that it's not.
0: Uh, he, he can't awesome. be mad. No,
1: and he was like, "I'm going to meet this the best way I know how." <laughs> That's love. That's a yeah. nice thing. That is a yeah. nice
0: thing. So, sorry. Yeah, that's my that's my psychological problem. I've talked about in it. therapy. It's fine. I'll fix it one day. Or not. Everything is totally fine.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, no. It's, it's a common thing. Birthday please. It's it's, it's um, maybe like not that this is you, but it's the, some people have expectations mm. of other people to like put a big thing on for them and mm-hmm. then those expectations aren't men. Some people have expectations of yeah. themselves, which is more common because you kind of, it's not just that you have expectations of your birthday. It's this monumental landmark that you're like, mm-hmm. another year has passed. I should have executed X, Y, Z, you know? Like, right.
0: Yeah. kind of like a New Year's. Better.
1: Yeah. You're like, I should have been cleaner this year. I should be a better this. I should be a better, you know, every year, I swear to God, I'm going to get out of bed for, before 11. But <laughs> <laughs> ever since I don't have a real job, I you don't do You picked a it.
0: bad year for that. So Turns it's also 2020 <laughs> you, and 2021. So...
1: I'm always like so next no one's year. Getting out of I'm, bed. Yeah, I'm running guy next year. Next year, I'm up in the morning oh, running okay. at eight a.m. and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> good. It's so you again. are
0: you are raising those expectations rather than lowering them to fit yeah, your. Raise it, raise it,
1: raise it. <laughs> so that's kind of the um, that is the 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 negative side of things, but there is Great. a really positive side of things because it is good to have um it is good to have goals and if it does make you better and as you age you should get be better in certain ways like certainly a lot of things Mm -hmm. start to fade. you know you're not going to be as as in shape when you're 90 as you are when you're 30 you're not in your big years anymore you know but one of the big things i read in an article on everydaypsych.com and it was it was a blurb that stood out to me and it said the research is a test that birthdays serve as temporal landmarks which make us perceive our future selves as more distinct from our current selves which in turn makes us more motivated to attain the improvements we perceive our future selves will have so it is this nice. constant reminder of time passing and it motivates you to be a better person yeah so huh. i i do like to look at it as a positive thing like yeah I don't a lot of a lot of me ages and thinks oh boy all my good years (laughs) are behind me right (laughs) but then I remember I'm 35 years old and that's an insane thought and I look at my parents who've been wonderful influences in my life and I see a lot of the things my mom is doing and I like to think that I'll be a little like her when I'm 65 yeah, And I think that, like, you know, there's so much she's done and continues to do, and she continues to grow as a person, and it's just, like, I don't think you ever stop improving, you know? And I think right. your birthday is kind of a, a, um, just kind of a, like I said, a, a temporal landmark.
0: <laughs> it's a very fancy word, I like it.
1: <laughs> it is, I thought it was fancy. <laughs> That's why yeah. I ensured the audience that I was reading from a blurb.
0: not that I was
1: yeah not that I was making it up so yeah that's my uh, that's my psychology so is it good is it bad it's kind of a mix it's kind of really reflective of who you are and what you want to make it it's much like anything else what do you want Mm -hmm. it to be
0: right and also maybe stop expecting a country singer of worldwide acclaim to be at your birthday (laughs)
1: But you want to know something? During that's quarantine. not sure.
0: Maybe one day you can make that real in your own regard.
1: Like maybe one day you go see him, and somehow you end that's up backstage. True. You know what I mean? Ooh,
0: I don't want to like meet he's him. He's not though. coming to your that's house. That's the thing. I don't want. I don't want him to come. If he comes to my house, I don't want to meet him. <laughs> I, just, I just want him to perform quietly in the car. <laughs> I don't want to meet. I hate meeting singers. I don't want to know their personality. It might be crappy. Oh. <laughs> you don't like meeting
1: celebrities of any kind. Or just singers? Uh, just
0: singers really is a, a thing. I have screwed that up personally in the past. And so I just, I don't want to know. You might be a dick. You might be having a bad day. That's fine. <laughs> yep. I don't want to know. No, um, it's not your business. It's not, it's not my business. I just like your music. Just perform as, as you should. Yep. Um, probably the same as like comedians. I don't think I want to know a comedian. I mean, I know you, obviously. You're lovely and I love you. But I knew you before you were a comedian. <laughs>
1: Comedians are really funny. They're really different than musicians because they have no they have egos, but the ego is different because rock mm-hmm. stars are cool. Yeah. And you never you know, you never get to see a rock star standing at the back of the room waiting for thank yous and you did a you did you done <laughs> goods. Yeah. But oh boy, go to any comedy club <laughs> in North America and one of the yeah. comics will be standing at the back of the room. Did you have a good time? <laughs> And that's usually me. I'm always like, the worse yeah. I do, the more likely I am to stand at the back. If I did really good, I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to the back. I'm up to here. I'm having yeah. a drink. I'm feeling good. But if I don't feel good yeah. and I need, like, all I need is one person to make eye contact with me and be like, I got you. I understood what you were doing. But, like, <laughs> it's such a different Aww. ego. Like, it's so, like, yeah. the comedian wants to l- you to like them. Where the rock ranked. star couldn't give a shit. They're like, you liked it or you didn't. Yeah. You either got it or you no. didn't. If you didn't get
0: it, I don't get you. And then the comedian more, is very just like. Sorry, it's more that that I don't want to find out the stories are not true. Uh,
1: what do you mean? Like, oh, like the like, story? Oh, you, you don't tell- want to find out the story?
0: I don't well, like, I, when you make jokes and I know the truth behind them, I'm like, oh, but that's not what happened. Well, of course. <laughs> Even though the you know, joke I, is a joke. I know because that's how that works. I have a that's joke about, a and I hate
1: to blow this for everyone, but I have exactly. a joke about 7 Eleven. In the story, I, in the real story, I just went to 7 Eleven. This lady was a little snotty to me and asked me for ID. Mm-hmm. In the joke, <laughs> I throw a fucking loony in her face, yeah. which is not how I behave in any circumstance. No, it's not... But it's like, you know, but some stories are super true. I was one time sitting in a bathroom taking a morning poop, and the cleaner dropped kicked the door open (laughs) and people are like people for some reason believe i threw a loony at an old lady before they believe that i was kicked door kicked in while having a shit i was like right hi okay that says a lot about how i present myself i guess but yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know what it's like (laughs) they're always
0: like that never happened did it i'm like that's very believable that that happened yeah But, yeah, you don't want to see behind the curtain on those things, especially with musicians or comedians or actors. Once you start to get to know their personality, you're like, no, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. All right.
1: Give me some history, Carla.
0: All right. Okay. This is actually kind of happening now, which is a new thing. If you've noticed, on Facebook, people are asking you for money now for charities for their birthday. Yeah. Which is a nice thing. But at the same time I'm like, why are we doing this? I don't I don't wanna then you're like, well, how do I define who I give a present to? Do I just give everyone I can't give everyone money. No one's getting money now. No charity money is coming out of me because I'm being hey, a jerk about it.
1: I'm not your own personal go fund me.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so, but I'm gonna talk about birthday ball the birthday balls. Um Franklin Delano, I did not look up the pronunciation of that, <laughs> Roosevelt. So, FDR, uh, the old president. Old president. Uh, he had president, Mages, president for like 10 or 12 years. like really, He had like three terms. Controversial. Also was president during World <laughs> War II. I feel that's who he is. Um, anyways, he had a very oh. difficult birth he it was, it was 24 hours he was delivered blue and not moving moving so i guess every year his birthday was quite well celebrated his mother could never have another kid after that so you know yeah he,
1: he was, he was like baby. ross geller he was a medical marvel oh i didn't know that one. that's what that's what ross always the mother likes ross
0: more than monica because he was a medical marvel <laughs> right um but, and this is something I'm going to start doing now, he had something called the Cuff Link Gang, which were a, people of, a group of people who had helped Roosevelt with his 1920 vice presidential candidacy, which he did not win. Um, but they formed a little like club, and FDR would give them cufflinks with their initials on one, and the other one would have FDR. So, this is a thing I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not do at all.
1: I'm just going to get a C-A-R- <laughs> It'll just <laughs> say Carl, it'll
0: just be like I will just, like just Car. say Carl. I know. I yeah. oh, stupid initials. Um anyways, so they would always meet annually around Roosevelt's birthday and they would do like themed parties, toga parties they had in, you know, 1934. Um and you know, you could jo- you, you could become a new member if he gave you one of these fancy cufflinks. Um and then even in the White House years, they let women be part of the club. I don't know what they were. What are they going to use cufflinks with their dresses? I don't I don't know.
1: They're just like, maybe, I don't know, attach this to your mitts that you cook with.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're, mi- um, they're mifflings. Yes. And so this included his wife, Eleanor Roosevelt. And... Before the White House years, back in 1921, at the age of 39, FDR contracted polio, which paralyzed him from the waist down. So, oh, okay. Now, guess what, guys? This is not the first pandemic thingy that we've had. I don't know if that was polio as a pandemic, but it was an infectious disease that moved from your gut to your central nervous system and resulted in weakness in the muscles and paralysis often that move to the legs. So when you hear about people having polio, generally it's kind of messed up their legs in some way. Um and there's actually and no you hear treatment about somebody having now.
1: polio in this century, they're an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. So get away from them.
1: <laughs> so
0: run. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, there was no treatment. Uh, and there still is no treatment for it. But most people do recover. They just might have problems like FDR. He ended up in a wheelchair. Uh, But it is preventable with a vaccine, which I'm going to talk about in a little later. Um, Just to put this in perspective, like by 2001, the levels remained in worldwide around 1,000 to 2,000 cases a year. So really it's not very common, except if you, well, not common, common, but if you live in Afghanistan or Pakistan Um, it's one of the last remaining regions to have wild polio cases, but they're in the tens or hundreds. So, yeah. So it's not really, it's still out there. So get vaccinated. But anyways, so he found, uh, great relief at the Warm Springs rehab facility. So I think like being in that warm water, uh, helped him, you know, obviously if you, have weakness in your legs; it's much easier to just swim. Yeah, and walk. Do a little swimming. Yeah. Very um, <laughs> <laughs> <amount> of breath. <laughs> I would do well, better just exercising in water because obviously I can't even just sit here without getting out of breath. Dude, it's okay. actually
1: really nice to swim in our older years. If you're old you know, and you're new,
0: go for a swim. It's good. Yeah. Oh, just give those joints a little day off. Yeah, um, all right so off. they worked hard for you <laughs> uh once fdr became president in 1933 he started having these birthday balls uh it sounds dirty it
1: uh, i'm sorry
0: it's a ball like a dance ball yeah nope get right. your mind down um, your gutter. sorry uh <laughs> and these would be sponsored uh and they put them on in like every town or that's what the plan was to celebrate both the president's birthday and to raise money for this Georgia Warm Springs Foundation. So he wanted to keep this rehab facility going so that more people could come in and you know kids were still getting polio at that time. Uh the first ball was in 1934 and there were 4376 communities that participated and over 600 celebrations. Uh, they raised over a million dollars, which is 19 million U.S. dollars today. So Wow. That's pretty good. Lots. Um, they would also have the parties in Washington as well, obviously. Uh, and celebrities would come, including Abbott and Costello, Lucille Ball, Mary Pickford, Gene Kelly. So it was a pretty big deal. There's a lot of pictures you can see of them cutting a massive giant, like, I don't know. Currently, the size of my bathroom size cake. I just um, um, I
1: just ran an entire Who's on First style sketch of <laughs> Lucille Ball trying to check in at the ball. She's like, uh, "Ball," they're like, "Yes, you're here for the ball." She's like, "Yes, under ball." She's like, "No, you're at the ball. You're not on the ball." <laughs> uh, that's good. That's just that's a good. real.
0: That was. That was very nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah so they, every year they continued these these had them every year and they continued to raise a million dollars each year and they would split that between the Warm Springs uh, facility and local community and in 1938 FDR created the National Foundation for Infantile Paralysis yay oh, mm-hmm. woo this
1: so bad. This is uh, saddest help... sentence ever spoken I know.
0: Uh, it's to help victims of polio uh, yep. Eddie Cantor, is that a familiar name? I don't know. This is all back in the day before, <laughs> many years before you and I were born. Uh, a radio <laughs> personality suggested that Americans send in their loose change because this is in the Great Depression, right? Uh, and they, that a march of dimes to reach all the way to the White House.
1: Oh, I Have get it. Of...
0: Here's where the
1: dimes come in.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so millions of dimes were sent to the White House. Now I don't know how postage works back then. We did do an episode last week on postage. That it was like one penny, right? But still, <laughs> to send a dime via post, yeah. How <laughs> much?
1: <laughs> listen, if it was costing a dime to send a dime, that is a wash.
0: Yeah, this is this is not okay. And this, the in 1945, they had the annual March of Dimes, which raised 18.9 million dollars for the foundation. So this is like in the middle of World War II, right? Which is oh, wow. 368 million in today's money.
1: Holy so shit. So quite a
0: lot. So yeah, exactly. So all this money actually went to support research and the eventual development of the polio vaccine by Jonas Salk in, in
1: 1955. Woo! So somebody Hey, yay science.
0: Yay! And this led to eradicating most of the disease worldwide by 1960. Like I said, it's still kind of around, but, um, yeah. And so, so yeah, so the, it's kind of a cool thing that this thing he was doing for his birthday just to help like a, a rehab facility actually led to the, you know, creation of a vaccine, which is amazing. But then in 1945, and I still, I just, this is the thing that I don't know a lot about in American politics, which totally blows my mind. So he was, President from 1934, I think, 33 to 1945 when he died. So he could have oh, been wow. president forever. I don't know. I he was he's the only yeah. three. He's the only three-term president, I I believe. But um, I hope they put in a law. I think there's a law now. <laughs> I would not want yeah well, Trump.
1: yeah, I don't think there's oh, like yeah Trump had Trump had his way, he would have been a fifteen
0: term president. We'd have had a nine hundred year old man being like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, so when when he died, unfortunately, obviously the the birthday balls stopped, and um, uh, but the march of dimes still lives on, and it now focuses on medical research, education of pregnant women community programs, government advocacy, and support of pregnant women and mothers. And it's now donation online. So <laughs> so don't be sending dimes to their office. I don't yes, know if they'd it, even take them, but... Do,
1: do we have PayPal? We have <laughs> anything. I did notice
0: that the minimum be- um, donation, nothing on there said anything about 10 cents. But... Yeah.
1: I mean, you're probably gonna have to throw a buck their way. Times have changed. Buck up, yeah. Billy. Don't be, <laughs> don't be up. the guy that can't throw a dollar towards polio.
0: Yeah, right. So oh, yeah, so that's my little birthday slash vaccination. I mean, these things, these vaccine stuff, they just get in everything. That Those is infectious diseases.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not a new thing. <laughs> the infectious disease world is not a new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember there's. <laughs> There's been a lot of different things that have remember the black plague.
0: I mean, they don't. Yeah, remember the Spanish flu?
1: Yeah, my God, they literally they like um, found. um, My brother was telling me that they found like black plague um, uh, remains, and it was still active in those remains. Like that's how strong. Like it could not be wiped out
0: yeah anyways there's a sad Um, fact Um, (laughs) yeah guys we just uh i don't know if black plague would come back it's probably just evolved right that's what happened in the 1918 yeah the spanish
1: flu just evolved essentially it just kind of like basically turned into the flu. i think
0: the common cold yeah i think so the common flu yeah yeah. the flu um but yeah
1: so it tried to eradicate it and i don't know where your yeah. mask i put so i put out the most like passive aggressive instagram story today which like somebody yeah. just like tagged me in a picture where i was performing and i was like i remember when i used to work maybe you should wear masks and then i just was like maybe i should take that yeah. down and then i was like no i'm not gonna take that. Like, <laughs> I was so grumpy about it yeah. and oh, then okay. i put it on there and then like immediately like three people reached out to me they're like hey do you want to do a thing with me and i was like I'm fine. (laughs) I just was mad for a (laughs) second. I like the rest of the fucking entertainment industry would like to go back to work. So, but yeah, yeah. Vaccines. I. You know what we should do? We should have a COVID ball as soon as (laughs) this is all over. We should like raise money for different. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like gather people in
0: small rooms. Yeah, and then let them cough on each other, and then see how much we can spread the (laughs) COVID. <laughs> uh, um, do you have anything a little more uh i guess well, we haven't been talking about fairy current things yeah um i've got a little right. news
1: story to take us into the future um it's kind of a fun one Whew. this is the 100th uh birthday of the mayor of mississauga so i don't know if you've ever heard
0: of this lady before their mayor is 100 years old <laughs>
1: Well, she retired in some, um, her name is, they called her Hurricane Hazel, and she was the Uh longest serving mayor in the history of Mississauga, and she was the, she was first elected on November 1978, and is the longest serving mayor in the city's history, having served for 36 years. At her time of retirement in 2014, she was successful, she was a successful candidate in 12 municipal elections, having uh twice and reelected 10 other times her supporters gave her the nickname oh, hurricane God. hazel because of her outspoken political outspoken political style so then she was she served she still served in politics all the way up until 100 until she was 100 years old like in some in a different regard oh, wow. but so for her 100th birthday which was on february 14th people went mental uh-huh. Like there, they sent fire trucks and police cars and everything, and they circled around her cul-de-sac, and they were like, Woo! "Yeah." <laughs> so uh, there was a little article that I found in um, it was called narcity.com, dot com, which is kind of a cute name. Yeah. Um, and I will read you the article Valentine's Day isn't the biggest holiday in Ontario on February 14th. That honor belongs to Hazel McCallion day, the legendary former mayor mayor of Mississauga turned 100 years old on February 14th, 2021. And the whole city has been going all out for months to celebrate hurricane Hazel. So then they, there's a video and I'll link it in our, in our uh, Instagram or our Facebook. And it's literally just like the city, uh, Ambulance, police cars, fire trucks, like, doing a loop around her block. It's an amazing thing. So, her birthday celebrations have been happening for months now. In November 2020, Mississauga announced it was renaming the Central Library as Hazel McCallion's Central Library. On Wednesday, February 10th, Hmm. a few special Canadian icons, including Doug Ford, Don Cherry, and Justin Trudeau, paid tribute video to Hazel at a special hour-long Zoom birthday party hosted by the city of Mississauga. And then, on Saturday, the day before her birthday, she even got a parade from the Peel Police Fire and Emergency Services. (laughs) So that's, uh, um, as if that wasn't enough, Mississauga is premiering a full documentary tribute to Hazel on YouTube and Facebook tonight called Hazel, A Celebration of 100 Years in the Making. So, um, Cool. Yeah, it was just like this really kind of cool, fun thing to happen in the middle of COVID. Yeah, and just she seems so cute and lovable and really appreciated it all, and the city just goes mad for her. So she's just this long-standing icon that they all appreciate. So yeah.
0: Wow, that's cute. Yeah, it was kind of a cute one. I wasn't like I was like,
1: yeah. Sometimes the news stories are rude because sometimes you have to like look up. But I just honestly
0: typed in birthday and it was like, hey,
1: Hurricane Hazel. Aww. oh man did i land
0: on a jackpot yeah that's really cool saga. Kind of yeah, all right a saga. should we uh we talk about this drink that we're having <laughs> yeah let's do it um, i'm so excited i was very not well, excited i thought this was the drink that doesn't have any alcohol on it when you first suggested it <laughs> oh really i was wondering why you like there's we're so another not one that hurt. has like there's another one yeah like well we're a drinking podcast no there's like another i think it's a golf guy maybe or something oh an arnold palmer yeah is that an alcoholic drink
1: it has alcohol i think it's just like lemonade and stuff though too
0: all right well i'm confused i'll just sit down and shut up (laughs) (laughs) well harvey the harvey
1: wallbanger is a great drink and it's super boozy yeah, so the the Harvey Wallbanger is kind of a really fun drink. I thought I think it's birthday-ish in a lot of ways. Like it's kind of like it's just fun. It's it's just a screwdriver with Galliano floated on the top and then a couple of cherries tossed in. So really all it is is vodka over ice, orange juice, mm-hmm. and then you float Galliano. And Galliano is essentially a vanilla liqueur.
0: And then you throw yeah. a maraschino cherry Which on there, right? I did not know about it. This is so good. I didn't do the maraschino <laughs> cherry. We've talked previously about my not liking for maraschino cherries. But, yeah, the topping, the little galliano on the top is just, oh. It's so nice, I mean, isn't it? The screwdriver is great. But, oh, this, it's like, you know, a screwdriver is your nice normal drink, you know, yeah. for breakfast. right? Really. Whatever. Well, that's um, exactly
1: it. So that's what I kind of thought was like. Uh, b- birthdays think- kind of start when you wake up. So that's true. Yeah,
0: but the Galliano just kind of brings it up a notch. I don't know. I love vanilla, and so it just smells. It just smells good. It tastes good. Smells good. So it yeah. tastes
1: good. It tastes like. Um, it's just like sort of, but you. I mean, I like to double my vodka up in there just because. I'm a booze hound and also just because mm. the, because there is like a really sweet aspect to it it's like nice to taste the vodka yeah. in there as well but yeah it's this really kind of fun drink I have this super fun inside joke with a friend of mine where it was his birthday he's in his yeah. 50s and he wasn't super pumped about his birthday so I picked him up one day on his birthday and we're going to go for dinner and he just had, had, a, he had one of those birthday blues birthdays right. and we got to the place and they just like he was like, can I get a Harvey Wallbanger, please? And the waitress was just 12 years old and so hot. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, she was like, she just turned 18. She was so yeah. skinny and she was so hot. And she like walked over with her like platinum blonde hair. And she's like, can I get you something, birthday boy? And he was <laughs> like, can I get a Harvey Wallbanger? And then, <laughs> yeah. and then she was just like, I don't know what that is. And he's like, well, it's <laughs> just a screwdriver with Galliano. And she's like, I don't know if we have Galliano. And he's like, this is Joey's. Like, (laughs) you have a full bar. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been our joke ever since to um, buy each other uh, a bottle of Galliano uh, around your birthday. And then also to every time you see Galliano in a bar, take a picture of the Mm -hmm. Galliano and send it to the other one.
0: And it's just such
1: a fun, like, it has a cute history, too. Um, The Harvey Wallbanger is a, I'll read right off of the... Wonderful website. That is The Spruce Eats. You can't see it on that. Ooh, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um and it says the Harvey Wallbanger We are is still an fun...
0: audio podcast. People can't see what's on your phone.
1: I know. I didn't know if we were <laughs> I don't know.
0: this is the first time me
1: and Carla have done video since the pandemic. Yeah. And I'm just like, is this are we on live?
0: I think cause Zencaster just added like FaceTime to it. So I think we're I think we're not being recorded video video video. That word, video but <laughs> but we're that's why video-ly. we're kind of all over the place. We're very confused. This is new. I can see Brittany, but she's not here in the room. Normal, yeah. And
1: I just stare into my own face the entire time. It's just like any other <laughs> FaceTime. Like the other person's talking, I'm just like looking at my glasses. <laughs> So the Harvey Wallbanger also has like a pretty fun history to it as well. The it's just kind of like a fun and simple vodka cocktail created in the 1950s. And um, the recipe, like I said, is a very simple mix of a screwdriver and then topped with ga- Galliano float. Which I don't know if you've ever tried to float anything. It's actually kind of hard. Mm-hmm. It I made a doesn't per- particularly change the taste of it because it's just going to taste like that once you mix it, anyways. But if you order it in a bar and they don't float it, fly off the handle. That's <laughs> what I say. Um, or don't. And that's where you
0: pour it over the spoon, right? Is that what you floated? Um yeah, you
1: pour it over a spoon so it basically just floats really like it should float on the top of the orange juice. But um I, like I said it's like it's 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 so mimics birthdays to me because it should be floated and I've never once received it floated. No one <laughs> because it's like you can't go to joey's restaurant and uh ask them to float the galliano like they're just gonna be like we don't know what that means do you want chicken fingers or not (laughs) (laughs) okay whatever um so it's uh if you don't know what galliano is it's a sweet liqueur made of a blend of herbs, spices and vanilla um and harvey walbringer is a fruity sweet and herbal mixture that's very refreshing and it is there's a couple of like uh stories that they claim uh how Mm -hmm. it came came about uh one of them is that it was created it as an all i got left in the bar drink like supposedly back in the 1950s or 60s somebody was like "All we got is vodka galliano and and then it turned into this like perfect concoction which everybody is like that's not true Um, Another story is that it was made um, as one of – his name is Donato Duke Antone, who was, like, a beloved barman in California. He was, like, an acclaimed barman as well. He had, like, a lot of things. So he said he created it based on one of the surfers that always used to come in um, off the beach. And the surfer's name was Harvey Wallbanger, which is – People say Probably also not true. Not true. <laughs> no, because they were just like not a fictional character. And then right, another yeah. one, um, another <laughs> the third story, as it wasn't to the late, it didn't surface until the late 1960s as a marketing ploy from Galliano, like the actual like liqueur. And right. they just came up with like this really like beefy surf dude, and everybody was like, "Who's that?" <laughs> and they're like, "That's Harvey Wallbanger." <laughs> uh... But you can actually there's so many different claims to it no one yeah. has a reliable claim to it it's basically like which i like as well because yeah. everyone's birthday is just something that feels different to them so you can just yeah. fucking make up whatever whoever you want harvey wallbanger to be he can be that to you <laughs>
0: he can be Dirk yeah. Spindley, carla okay cool um or actually it's funny We can call this the nick, mm. the nick miller the nick miller I'm sure he likes his vodka, and he doesn't get enough (laughs) vegetables and fruit, so he needs this nutrients. And he's a barman. barman. (laughs) He's a barman. That's right. Damn, we should have him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. He also is a fictional character. He's also a fictional character. (laughs) I was telling my mom about this, and she let out this little giggle uh so i guess this must have been like kind of a drink back in her day or whatever and she's like oh i've had a couple of those but you know she she and i are very similar in that we don't like a lot of cocktails like we'll have like one and then we're gonna they're quite sweet we're not a very sweet tasting family apparently i don't know
1: we're not a sweet tasting we're uh,
0: you we're, know us we're not a we like sweet tasting family
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah if you're gonna eat us put us on the barbecue we're salty we're 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 more savory yeah yeah uh we're we're not a dessert (laughs) 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 anyways so yeah i mean like i don't i mean i don't know when this was kind of bigger but i'm guessing this she's sort of would have been 80s or 70s or last year my mom was like she's only like 22 so it's it's fine
1: (laughs) (laughs) and a beloved patreon Uh um um. So, yeah, it's it's kind of like a fun thing. It's like, it seems classy to me to go and order a Harvey Wallbanger somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a little jazz club by my house. And before, obviously, COVID and before it was closed, every every once in a while, I'd pop in there and order a Harvey Wallbanger. Just because it's like, it feels that era. Like, it sort of feels yeah. that sort of like, go into a slinky place and sit at the bar and order this cocktail. And yeah, I don't know. I really like it. And it kind of just seems like a special yeah. thing to get to drink every once in a while. Cause, you know, like I, yeah. we don't often stock Galliano. So it's, it's kind of just a fun little you drink, you know?
0: Yeah. That was a, that was a, cause it's, that's it, right? Like it's just Galliano that makes that one liqueur. I it's the find only thing that makes that drink it.
1: extra special. <laughs> and Galliano is $20. <laughs> like it's not like an expensive, yeah. it's not Grand Marnier or something, you know? Yeah. Like a bottle yeah. of Galliano is like, it's just like boozy vanilla. And i didn't check the percentage it on
0: it but and it's downstairs so i'm not gonna check but yeah um i'm sure it's well it's a here. so it's
1: yeah it's let's low, low cut that part up yeah <laughs> <laughs> but do um, you like you like it hey uh-huh. yeah fuck yeah
0: i mean i like, thought here's you would i was
1: i was surprised to hear your opposition to it at first i was like
0: yeah, I was just confused. I was confused. like, I was like, one. I was like, I don't want to. Also, I didn't have any Galliano. <laughs> I was like, I do not <laughs> want to go out and buy another sixty dollar bottle of something. No, we and, we and I knew it was cheap too. I
1: was like, I don't think it's expensive.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, it it's that right sweetness. I think because the Galliano, the the the, the vanilla, which is just a favorite flavor of mine, anyways, mixed with the. Obviously vodka. Oh, and I actually had to put bison vodka in this. Ooh.
1: Um
0: there is a vodka that has a, a piece of grass in it that someone gave oh. me because I ran out of normal vodka. So yeah, I'm I'm drinking bison grass. I was gonna say that sounds like an expensive vodka. I got it at a um Christmas party, work Christmas party, so I'm guessing not, but <laughs> <laughs> somebody at work just a piece to, of
1: grass in it? They're like, Look, it's fun. Potentially, like,
0: okay. <laughs> I don't know if you have to like do the thing that you do with the tequila at the end, where you like eat the.
1: You gotta eat the grass. Yeah, you're to eat the toe, <laughs> <laughs> or you're to eat the worm oh. in the tequila. Oh yeah, the toe There's is the a drink in up tequila. in
0: Dawson City. I know. One day, one day, dude, we will do an episode in Dawson. We'll City. kiss the toe. Well, I'm not doing that, but uh, <laughs> I will tell you all the history about it. <laughs> I'll kiss that fucking toe. <laughs> all right, you kiss it. I'll tell you stories. Deal <laughs> of the toe. Do you want some interesting facts about birthdays? Yes, please. Okay. So apparently, the the and I didn't think this was the case. Um, all nine percent of all birthdays are in August. So that means it's what? the most birthday month. Yeah, I know That's a
1: lot of percent to be in one month.
0: I know the Sultan of Brunei. So you think that Hurricane, what was her name? Hurricane. Hurricane Hazel. Hazel. You think she had a big birthday. Well, the Sultan of Brunei had a slightly smaller birthday uh, in which he spent 27.2 million dollars of US dollars on his birthday in
1: 1999. Oh, my Uh, God.
0: Yeah. How do you get to that number? Well, he featured (laughs) three concerts by Michael Jackson. And then that was all the that was all the breakdown. That was it. I'm sure that's the breakdown. He was.
1: (laughs) He's like. So is that the food and everything?
0: That's just Michael (laughs) Jackson. Yeah. (laughs) Um, those musical cards that you get on your birthday—you know, you open and they sing you a song. Yeah. Apparently, they have more computing power than what was used to send man to the moon.
1: They have more computing power than what was used to send man to the moon. Yeah, Holy shit! I didn't
0: check that. Yeah, I didn't check so it. So that's pretty, that's like
1: probably that. true, though. I mean, mm-hmm. like, they didn't really have... That's, like, not what was happening at that time.
0: No. I mean, we have cell phones that are billions of more computing power than they could have even imagined. Um, I So, I have to say, this was a harder history thing to do because history of birthdays is not that exciting. And a lot of places don't uh, celebrate them in history, it's kind of more oh. of a modern thing. Okay. Um, because back in Egypt, back in the old ancient Egypt times, you know, pyramid times, the pharaohs would celebrate their birthdays. Um, but this was most likely their birth that's in yeah. of them as pharaohs. So when they were being crowned oh. as a pharaoh, that was their birthday.
1: It, so it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, It wasn't, like, their actual date that they were birthed. It was when they became pharaohs.
0: exactly. And um, because they were then crowned as basically a god, so a lot of the time that that's, for a very long time, you would celebrate in many cultures the birthdays of gods, but not of, like, Bob down the street, your local tailor, or whatever. Which Um, serves our narcissistic history, or, like, our future. (laughs) Yes. I know. Um, Romans were likely the first to celebrate birthdays of non-religious figures. Oh. Now, I don't know if you know this about Romans, and I've been listening to amazing podcasts, uh Totalis Rankium, where they rank all the Roman emperors, and I'm learning a lot because they never write down any women's names. And guess what? They did not celebrate women's birthdays until the 12th century. Oh, good, Roman. <laughs> good, good. You. Yay.
1: I got angry clapping at the end.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I started with a slow <laughs> clap and then it evolved <laughs> into an angry clap. So, yeah. So, women got birthdays in the 12th century. And, uh, I mean, Beyonce had a really good one recently, didn't she? So, that's, you know, we're That's the thing.
1: There's, like, birthdays are now, like, birthday weeks and birthday months. Like, no. You know, you're like, has got 37 days of my birthday. You're like, that's more than a month. <laughs>
0: I would I have some, I'm like m- I appreciate a birthday week but
1: I really do lead up to it. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, it is, co- <laughs> it is coming up to my birthday. <laughs> I do like lead yes. in like that. Actually, my sister's birthday is on the 18th and mine is on the 30th. So my mom always right. tells me I can't talk about my birthday until the 19th. Like she's always like, yeah, okay. Your birthday doesn't start till the yeah. 19th. <laughs> so because it's always like you know, like let's do one big celebration at a time. And I'm always just like, mm-hmm. you're doing this? Great. I'm doing this. So she always gives me shit. She's so mm-hmm. like, enough.
0: My brother's birthday is April 8th, and mine is May 15th. And I will often plan my birthday before his is. And he hates birthdays, <laughs> so he it's fine. But it's, like, <laughs> it's I don't a whole month and more. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I have some fun usages of the word Harvey or the name or the word har- saying Harvey Wallbanger because yeah, it's a bit of a uh,
0: weird name, the last name.
1: Well, it's kind, it's kind of used in sort of pop culture in different ways. So in the okay. 1973 Dan Hicks song, uh, Payday Blues, includes the spoken line, I'm buying this round, bartender, make mine a Harvey Wallbanger. So that's referred to the drink. But mm-hmm. the 1982 Milwaukee Brewers, winners of the American League pennant, were nicknamed the Harvey Wallbangers because of the team's power hitting. Um, So, you know, like they were like banging, banging the runs off the wall. Um, The SAS sometimes referred to the C4 explosive as Harvey wall bangers. Mm -hmm. Um, The Harvey wall banger is sometimes referred to as the wallflower maze uh, solving algorithm. I have no idea what the fuck that means. Um yeah, there's quite a few different ones. It's hmm. like Sesame Street, a character named Harvey Knee Slapper, <laughs> who was fond of practical jokes and riddles, appeared uh for a time. Yeah, that's really funny. Harvey Knee Slapper. Oh. So that's Harvey, Wall, Harvey Wallbanger. Harvey Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't just the drink, it was kind of like it was like a name you would use to describe things. You know, you're like, yeah. Oh, she he was a real Harvey Wallbanger.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's cute. Some fun stuff. Yeah. What what do you figure, Carla? Are we wrapping up birthdays? We're wrapping up birthdays. Now, we should mention, because you did mention um, songs. Uh, We are starting a series on our Patreon uh, Mm -hmm. for the Canadiana, is that what we want to call them? Tragically Hip Band? Yeah.
1: I mean, they're pretty, like, they're world. World renowned rock band, Fair. but they are, they do had, they, they dish out a lot of Canadian history in their songs. So we've started a series that we will, unfortunately, for the regular listeners, only feature over on our Patreon. So we'll be doing a whole series of tragically hip songs, diving into the psychology, the history, and then uh, pairing that with a drink. And there's some mm-hmm. fun other stuff on there as well. We do a uh, different glasses history, like, or sorry, different yeah. glasses. That you We've should be about... drinking wine in. That you should be drinking beer in. We do little series. Yeah. And um, we're kind of building on those as our Patreon grows. So um, if you want to listen to those extra episodes and you have a few spare bucks. Oh boy, would it mean the world to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot. There's going to be, we're building it. And there's going to be a lot more bonus content. So head on over to our Patreon Um it's just under Life Pairings, or you can head to our website, which is www.lifepairingspodcast.com, and it will be in the top right corner, and you can click on that Patreon button. There are different levels. On each level, you get a different thing. Um, yeah, so if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, uh, all that money goes towards our building the podcast and being able to do different ideas and go different places and, and just bring more content to you. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's Galliano. that's what...
1: If it pays for the different liqueurs we got to pump into these cocktails every week. <laughs> this podcast costs us more to do than we'll ever make.
0: Well, one day we'll just put all of the different liqueurs in one glass and see what if we die from it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe it'll be real it'll be good. The sweetest cocktail ever made. Um, but yeah, so if that's something you, that interests you, please uh, head on over there, check it out. Uh, we'll put out little... Uh, little uh, plugs for it and everything like that and link link you into the patreon so uh look forward to that uh once again we're over at a uh, comedy here often now and we're pretty excited about that so uh, check out all yeah. the uh, different podcasts on that network uh we've got a million friends over there and uh, incredibly talented people so uh check mm-hmm. them out and uh that's us we'll see you next week thank you guys very much for listening
0: thanks guys